Call the Veritas Radio Network's Crusade Channel now. It's as close to a free lunch as you can get. Grab a brew. Don't cost nothing. Call 844-5-CRUSADE. When you want to talk, the bar's always open. And a truth-vending bartender in on the Crusade Channel. In 1996, a cracked USO unit was sent to Bosnia by President Bill Clinton, accompanied by Clinton's wife, Hillary Commando Clinton. Their plane promptly came under sniper fire, mortar fire, and atomic weapons. Led by Mrs. Clinton, they escaped into armored vehicles purchased from someone other than Halliburton. Today, Mrs. Clinton is still running the welfare state and surviving as a candidate for the presidency. If you have a phone that needs answering at 3 a.m., if no one else will stand up to Barry Obama, and if you can find her, maybe you can vote for the Hillary team. I remember landing under sniper fire. When we were flying into Bosnia, we had to... Uh, uh, we, part of the reason we were in the C-17 is because part of it is armored. I was moved up into the cockpit. Uh, everyone else was told to sit on their uh, bulletproof uh, vest, you would call that. Uh, we came in in a uh, evasive maneuver. There was no greeting ceremony, and we basically were told to run to our cars. Now that is what happened. I remember particularly a trip to Bosnia. I remember landing under sniper fire. The welcoming ceremony had to be moved inside because of sniper fire. I remember landing under sniper fire. I remember landing under sniper fire. I remember landing under sniper fire. There was no greeting ceremony. Now that is, now that is what How many of you saw the photographs of Mrs. Clinton, Clinton trying to waddle up a set of stairs and not being able to make it? I drive a million miles yesterday. To be with you tonight. Now that mainstream media that I was talking about just now. they reported on this. This is the fourth time in the last six years Mrs. Clinton has suffered some sort of an impairment publicly. There's also the hearsay that's going on out there that shows that the Clinton... that abortion won. I shouldn't even joke about this. Mrs. Clinton's uh, campaign plane, I have nicknamed it Abortion One. That Abortion One is, and that's what Air Force One will be, Planned Parenthood One. Uh, abortion One is now, whenever it's uh, perched on a tarmac and is waiting for Mrs. Clinton to waddle up a set of stairs or be escalated up into it, is surrounded by very tall sideboard vans. So that one cannot view or get a camera shot of the waddler-in-chief as she tries to make her way up the stairs into the aircraft that is abortion one. Now, but I don't make anything of this other than the fact that that mainstream press that we were discussing last hour has run cover for Mrs. Clinton 
since 1992. And they continue to this day. Now, there is a breaking news story right now as I speak. You remember remember those emails? Remember the other, the other shoe was going to drop, right? Uh, remember the emails that were released by WikiLeaks, Mrs. Clinton's emails, or the DNC emails, some of them belonging to Mrs. Clinton, that were uh, discovered by WikiLeaks. You remember this? Remember? Remember? How many of you have heard the story of the Iran... A nuclear scientist who has been terminated, fascinated. This is a breaking news story. There's a, uh, I, I, I don't have all the details today, but I do know that um, there is a link between Mrs. Clinton's emails and uh, the scientist was executed. This is from, this is yesterday, uh, Senator Tom Cotton, in a television interview, said the, or something to the effect of the following. Hillary Clinton recklessly discussed in emails hosted on her private server an Iranian nuclear scientist who was executed by Iran for treason. Senator Tom Cotton, Republican of Arkansas, said yesterday, I'm not going to comment on what he may or may not have done for the United States government, but in the emails that were on Hillary Clinton's private server, there were conversations among her senior advisors about this gentleman. The senator said this last proof she's not capable of keeping the country safe. Uh, Cotton was speaking about Shahram Amiri, who gave information to the United States about Iran's nuclear program. Uh, the question now is being asked. Okay, so the Iranians just outed this guy as a state's evidence, as a uh, traitor of sorts. He was either selling through the Clinton Global Initiative or funneling some kind of way to the United States secrets about Iran's nuclear or non-nuclear program. Because our own CIA says that they don't have one. They don't have a bomb. They've not been able to make one. They're not even trying to make one. So say of the CIA. You'll never hear that on Fox News, Drudge, uh, Beck, etc. But that's what the CIA says. Now, what if it is discovered, I'm just pondering here, what if it's discovered that the email exchange in question here is now actually in the possession of Julian Assange of WikiLeaks fame or of Anonymous? And that it is then, because we do know that Hillary's server was hacked. Everybody knows that her server was hacked. So how do the Iranians find out who the stool pigeon is? How do they find out who the traitor is? How do they find this out? Is it possible that Mrs. Clinton, in her recklessness, actually exposed this guy to uh, his own countrymen? And by the way, and then there's another part of this. Well, I can't believe this. 
This is an outrage. They're executing scientists for treason. Uh, read the U.S. Constitution. We execute people for treason, too. See Joel and Ethel Rosenberg, if you don't believe me, because so many of you cannot conform your minds to the reality that is history and the truth. The Rosenbergs were executed in either the late 1950s or early 1960s for allegedly conspiring. They compiled to expose nuclear secrets from the Department of Defense. I'm not an expert on the Rosenberg trial or the case. If I got any of the facts wrong, it's not to mislead. I, uh, I'm just giving the overview, the uh, abstract of that. 844-527-8723. Now, on August the 3rd, while I was on vacation, I did not read this, but I did read it when I returned. Here's the headline. GOP reaches new level of panic over Trump's candidacy. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to continue discussing this because this relates to that conversation we were having last hour about the mainstream. And again, if you wish for things to not be the way they are, well, then we wish to live in a society that has a different mainstream. Now, if we're unable to change the mainstream, just imagine for a moment. Imagine. Many of you have already done this. Many of you have already fashioned your own mainstream. You get much of your news, which is why we continue on our quest to make a news product part of the crusade channel if any of you are listening out there and you want to volunteer to, to, to be uh less nesman our news guy <laughs> and i say volunteer because it would be a volunteer pro bono position uh give the dude a call or send me a, an email king dude at mikechurch.com or use contact form at veritasradionetwork.com uh <clears throat> But many of you have already begun the process of making your own mainstream. Why? Because you've unplugged television. Many of you don't even have televisions anymore. Now, I will confess that I still watch television, and I still watch movies, and I, I still watch some television shows. Uh, I TiVo, or I record all of them, so I, have to, I get to fast-forward through all the commercials, but I still do watch. And I still think that there is a benefit to having a television. You may not ha need to have it connected you may be uh, in the position where you wish to control what it is that is ultimately displayed or broadcast on, and that's fine. You, in other words, you've chosen your own mainstream. You, you, you've determined that that mainstream, that is the one that we all must deal with every day, as long as we're market citizens, that mainstream is not trustworthy, it's diabolical, and it's corrupt. You don't want to expose yourself or your children to it. It's not just uh, uh, saving yourself or your kids from being exposed to this. We're all so damaged by it. And we also must be very careful when we're exposed to the mainstream. Um, but my point is, is that you've made your, you've already begun making your own little mainstreams. <laughs> you don't consume broadcast network news anymore. You don't get the newspaper delivered to your house anymore. You don't trust it. You don't get you filters on your computers. You try to keep your kids kids from going to certain websites. You only get your news from news wires. Now, if you, now if you get your, your news from, let's just say you subscribe to the AP Newswire, which you can do. There's a public AP news feed. Um, uh, all you're then going to get is headlines. You're not going to get very much uh, investigative reporting. Um, you have to get that from a ma major news organization. Let's say you subscribe to Hammer Reuters. You would know what's going on. We're always of the opinion that we have to have all these vainglorious investigations and these vainglorious opinion pieces that are related to all, all these things 
so that we can get to the heart of the matter here and we can expose the truth. Well, if what I read you last hour about the mainstream is correct, and I believe that it is, then uh, we are far better off by then seceding, and we can secede by withdrawing our consent, as I just pointed out, as many of you have already done, informing our own mainstreams, and we ever will by trying to reform the mainstream of Marco or even of Western civilization. But anyways, this story is about here. I'm just, I'll just prod around the edges here. Turmoil in the Republican Party escalated Wednesday as party leaders, strategists, and donors <clears throat> voiced increased alarm about the flailing state of Donald Trump's candidacy and fears that the presidential nominee was damaging the party with an extraordinary week of self-inflicted mistakes, gratuitous attacks, and missed opportunities. By the way, um, did anyone, did anyone in the mainstream delve in, this includes the conservative mainstream, if there is such a beast, did any of them delve into the political leanings and writings and affiliations of the Khan family that Trump pointed out were not all that they seemed? Did you know that Papa Khan is a, or at least has been, a promoter and a defender of Sharia law? Did you know that? Do you know what, 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 but if you've had a child that's been killed in one of our undeclared, ill-advised, and unjust wars, well, then all bets are off, and nothing can be said about anyone that's ever been, that is related to the child or is, um, or is a survivor. And that's basically the storyline that emerged, and Trump dared to cross that line. Um, and Trump dared uh, to ask questions. Now, you can, we can argue about uh, w whether or not Trump should have asked those questions. And again, I wasn't around when he asked those. But that's what all this panic is about. Folks, this is just another Trumpism. There, there, there's nothing new here. The only thing that is new is that the usual sus suspects think that they can, and at some level they actually can, that they can manipulate people. And they can manipulate people that uh, uh, into thinking the way that they think about these things. You know, it's amazing. It is amazing the level with which a the level of trust with which a Muslim is accorded by mainstream news, and the level of trust of which a Christian is accorded by mainstream news. If a Christian makes the same claims that Mr. Khan made at the Democrat National Abortion Fest, by the way. If you're such a great American and you're, so, and, and, and you're so great and heroic, here's one thing that Trump didn't say, I'll say it. Anyone that appeared on that stage that did not say, let the people that came before me and after me be anathema, this is a work of, dia this is a diabolical work in progress here, and someone needs to tell these people, and especially needs to warn the people that have watched it. You have been tainted by mammon. When women go on conventions and talk about aborting their babies and laugh and yuck it up about it, when Mrs. Clinton, the nominee who the party is for, endorses that practice, says we ought to have more of it, wants you to pay for it, anyone that would even consider being on that stage cannot be looked upon without looking, looking upon them with jaundice eyes. You should be jaundiced when you look at those people. They've been tainted by diabolical corruption. It doesn't get any more suspect than that. But remember, 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 
This is all seen through the lens of what the mainstream wants you to see. Or the mainstream. Or the mainstream media. It's the the mainstream main media. 844-527-8723 is our telephone number. If you'd like to be on the program today, it's the Mike Church Show here on the Crusade Channel. You know, folks, we hope to be part of the mainstream and not the mainstream. Here on the Crusade Channel, radio the way it should be.